everybody, it's Tara Bryan, and you are listening to Course Building Secrets Podcast. Whether you're a coach or a CEO, the success of your team and clients is based on your ability to deliver a consistent experience and guide them on the fastest path to results. This podcast will give you practical, real-life tips that you can use today to build your online experiences that get results and create raving fans. Why? So you can monetize your expertise and serve more people without adding more time or team to your business. If you're looking to uncover your million-dollar framework, package it and use it to scale, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode. In this episode, I want to talk about your MVP or your beta program. So often when I'm working with people, uh, this is the part that gets people tripped up because in order to take the step forward to say that you're going to package your expertise into an online program or a business or a service or whatever it is that you're doing, you have to have the confidence that you're able to solve a problem for your ideal avatar. So because of that, we tend to sort of over-engineer or, or over-commit, if you will, to our idea, to our framework, to uh, you know, really what we're um, providing as a solution. And the more we do that, the more we're at risk to not have a product or a service that are really gonna help our customers get the results that we're promising. So let me just break it down just a little bit because um, as usual, so I'm working with um, some folks right now and um, as usual, I'm sharing some of the stories that we're kind of uncovering and dealing with as uh, we're helping them through their uh, process of creating and launching their um, online experiences. So, uh, so in this particular situation, I'm working with a customer and they're very um, married to the solution that they are providing, which again is very common and happens to all of us at, in different ways and in different places within our business, is that it's really hard to sort of un, unbundle yourself from the solution, from what you're providing, because it is your expertise, it is something that you know very intimately, and, uh, and a lot of times you can sort of see the path. But what's happening in this particular situation is uh, this client is very focused on what they want to teach, not so much what the, their learners or their customers need in order to get success. And, um, and so the, the piece of this that's really important um, in, in the reason I'm sharing this on today's podcast is to really just give you sort of that reminder that at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're helping somebody achieve an outcome that you are qualified uh, to help them with, right? And so you always have to go back to that outcome. Everything that you produce, every, every um, asset, every document, every framework, every everything goes back to how are you helping them get to that result in the fastest way possible. I'm going to say that again. Everything that you do is to help them get to that outcome in the fastest way possible. It's not about what you want to teach. It's not about this you know, cool technique that you learned that helped you do this other random thing. It's not adding in extra material to give them more value, to give them more quantity. It's about how do you get them the fastest path 
to that result that they're looking for. Now, in uh, online education, in, in any education, really there's a couple of fun- fundamental core things that we need to think about. When you are helping someone, you're typically helping them increase their skill set, right? So adopt or practice a skill that they don't have uh, yet, right? You're helping them change behavior or change the way that they think in order to make a transformation. And you're helping them actually move from where they are to where they want to go. So those are sort of the three key components of what you need to be thinking of. So when you're creating your your online program, and, and this becomes super important as you're creating a clear path for people to go from where they are today to the result or the transformation that you're helping them get to, is most of the time it's hooked into very like a path, right? Various skills that they need to adopt on a path or a journey to go from, you know, step one to step six or step seven or whatever number steps that they have, right? Usually within those steps is a core skill that they need to learn in order to get to the next step. Not always, but most of the time, it's it's a, a step-by-step sort of progression to go from one place to the other. Now what happens is is that the the steps have all sorts of different things attached to them, right? There's different skills, there's different behaviors, there's different mindsets, there's different levels of detail within each of the steps. But as a core, you should be able to bring it up to kind of a big picture of the path to go from uh, point A to point B, right? Where they are today to where they want to go, either the the, uh, result or the transformation. And so what what tends to happen is the more we get into the details, the more we get familiar, the more we get into creating our thing, the less we remember what that path is. And so that's why it's so critical before you get started even doing anything is that you've got that path nailed down because everything else is going to anchor back up to that path to make sure that you're taking them on the, the right journey from where they are today to where they want to go. Uh, because what happens is if you don't do that, the journey becomes muddled, the journey becomes confusing, and then your learners bounce, your customers bounce, they don't stay with you, they don't ascend, they don't become your raving fans, all the things, right? And so that's why so often when I'm working with customers, that is the key foundational thing that we will spend as much time as needed on until somebody can articulate the steps that they that their person needs to take. So going back to my clients, so so she's sort of, uh, you know, in the weeds now of putting all the things together and making all the assets and um, figuring out what the details are of each module or each week she's teaching, and she's she's lost sight of the overall pathway, uh, and in some cases she's changing the pathway as she's creating her materials, which which happens. Um, but you want to stay at the pathway. So here's what, here's how the MVP or the beta comes into play with the pathway. Because uh, typically what you want to do when you're first getting started with anything, it doesn't matter what it is that you're doing, is you want to do a minimum viable product, right? You want to do the smallest amount of work to figure out whether or not it's a viable solution that's going to work. You figure out how to tweak it, how to make it better, how to... Um, 
you, you know, uh, you know, change it, evolve it, whatever it is, right? You want to do that as fast and as and as easily as possible. When you have the pathway, you literally could just start teaching um, or you know providing value to your people because you have the pathway. You don't have to over engineer it. You don't have to build out all your assets. You don't have to have um, your graphic designer do PowerPoint decks. You don't have to have a full, a fully baked, produced and printed workbook uh, at the stage of the game when you're doing your MVP or your beta, your beta, because the whole goal is to get in the game and start to serve your people and then get the data that you need to take it to the next phase and take it to the next phase and the next phase. And then pretty soon you go from beta to having a finished product that then you can focus on just growing and scaling it in terms of selling and serving your people instead of recreating it each time. Um, but you have to foundationally start with that pathway or that framework, that step-by-step, and then you can show up and teach it. So again, going back to kind of behind the scenes is the customer I'm working with right now is really struggling with um, focusing on uh, you know, perfection with how, the, how her um, assets look and, um, and you know, making sure that there are um, you know, specific things for each week and, uh, and, you know, gift boxes and all these things that are important to the experience. Once you've, you've kind of tested and dialed in the experience that you're creating. And so again, hopefully this serves you kind of sharing this example, because it is very, very common is that when people get more into the details tend to lose sight of some of the things that are more important, because what's happening is it's delaying the start of her program. It's delaying her ability to get out and find customers who want to get the results that she's promising. And so she's losing sight of that and starting to, to get into sort of perfection land around um, activities that aren't as important at this point. So with an MVP, with a beta, it helps you stay focused on, on looking at what you're doing as a draft, looking at it as a minimum viable product that you're just using right now to test. You're using it to, to come up with what will happen in the future, but it's not over-designing things yet at this place. Now, I'm not saying just go wing it and show up and just you know give your people a bunch of crap. It's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying there's a there's a point in time where you you flip from a minimum viable product to to focusing on perfection, and then you're going to lose sight because things are going to have to change. So you're, it's going to be a costly mistake when you get to that place. Okay, so let me give you a little bit of a framework for an MVP, and um, and this will help you as you are thinking through like how much do I create, when do I stop, where do I focus my time and attention to make sure that I'm serving my customers in the best way possible, but not wasting too much time making things perfect, knowing that they're gonna change. Okay, so the very first thing is, when you're looking at that MVP approach, it's looking at what is the smallest um, amount that you need to create in order to be effective at getting somebody to the results. So again, we start with that pathway and then we look at, okay, so what do they need to get to that result? And then that's what you're focused on. Not all the bells and whistles, not all the extras, but what do they need? Most of the time when you're teaching somebody in, uh, in your framework, 
it's it's about like the concept putting them in action having them do it and then showing up to give them feedback or to help them um, along the path if you do that you're you know 80% of the way there and so it's really focusing on those pieces and then you can turn that into a calculator you can turn that into a a tool you can turn that into a workbook you can turn you know all the things after you've shown up you've given them the concept you've you've taught your framework and then they've been able to take action okay so it's build right build a minimum minimum viable product what is that what is the thing that you need to build again i'm telling you build the pathway and build what you need for each week to get you through that pathway whatever that looks like for you um okay and then we're gonna measure we're gonna get real-time feedback how was that did that resonate with you is there anything else that you need to be successful in this week in this module measure and test often in terms of what's you know what feedback are you getting what's working what's not working don't be so married to what you have that you're not able to take feedback and make the changes that you need in order to to enhance it either from a coach that you've hired and you're paying or from your customers. So so think about that. Then you're going to learn obviously from that feedback and from what you've what you've done. What I recommend people do is they do their beta and um, you know typically they're doing it live so it's week by week uh, or you can think about it module by module whichever way you want to do it. And each week you're sitting down and you're saying okay what worked well what didn't work well? What do I want to change? What do I want to adjust? What's on my wish list of something that would make it easier for people to be able to consume this or to be successful? Write all that down and keep those notes because if you're doing 10 weeks of a beta, you may not remember what happened in week one because you've evolved it so significantly since uh, since the time that you had that week one, right? You're answering a lot of questions. You're, uh, you're pivoting. You're adding in more information as you need to. And so it tends to change quite a bit. So each week, write down your thoughts um, and just document all of it. So you have it each week. You can go back at the end and really look at evaluating what worked, what didn't, what do you need to change, what are the kind of core pieces that you need in order to enhance the experience. And um, and then continuously, number four is to loop through that. Continuously loop through that. Maybe in the next time you do it, you're doing an enhanced beta where it's not your MVP, but you've added in some additional pieces. So now you're in like version 1.0, right? Do the same thing. Loop back and keep keep um, evolving and and um, and moving to the next iteration of your program but don't over again don't over engineer it you may not get to hiring a graphic designer to build out your PowerPoint decks or um, make a whole branded experience until like version three right so don't stress over all of that uh, your goal is to get people and give them a result, however you can do that. So often the other thing that I find that people are doing a lot of, um, in my experience, is trying to move straight to automated, right? Just gonna create the thing and put it out there and um, and that's just gonna be it. And here's the problem with that, right? Is You do not have any proven um, case studies. You don't have any proven results saying that your framework, your course, 
your experience, whatever it is you're creating, has get, gotten people results. And so you have to back up and you have to think about it as um, an iterative process, right? So very rarely do people knock out of the park and get their million dollar, and I say that in air quotes, million dollar payout on their online program if they're not starting with an MVP, right? Very, very, I don't even know if I can think of one person who has literally like created a program, launched it to the world without doing any um, beta, without doing any testing, without actually working with live people, um, put it out into the world and sold it uh, and sold a, a, you know, a million dollars worth of uh, revenue from it uh, because well, there's lots of different reasons, but the big one is because you haven't done an MVP, you haven't tested it, you haven't seen where there's pitfalls, where people are struggling, where they're not able to, uh, you know, get what the concept that you're teaching, or they don't have the right tools to move forward, or whatever it is, right? Um, and so it is super important to do that, even if this is your expertise, even if you have been doing online courses for 30 years. Right, it's still important to do that beta test. So when I'm working with customers, that's one of the things that we talk about the most is do a beta and don't be married to the results. Be prepared to make shifts and changes based on actually working with real humans. And um, and so once you do that, you have a much better product, you have a much better outcome, and it becomes so much easier to automate it um, when you know that you have the right things in place and people can still become successful. And it's an evolving process. It is not a one and done um, sort of scenario. So when I'm working with my clients, we talk a lot about that is that, you know, this is this is an investment that you're making either to package your expertise or to change your service-based business into a digital business uh, or grow and scale your digital business uh, it, to, and take it to the next level. It's an investment that you are uh, you are using and and doing to enhance the experience that you have with your customers, enhance your business, grow your business, whatever it is you're trying to do, right? And and so just like everything else you do, it's the same concept, right? You you practice it first and then you polish it. All right, so hopefully this serves you. I, I really, um, I know I've talked about the MVP and the beta before, um, but as I start unpacking it more and more with customers, this is one of the biggest um, kind of pitfalls that I see them make is is just trying to over-perfect it, try and make it into a finished uh, product before it's tested. And, um, and so if I have one piece of advice for you, it is to build that pathway and then stay connected to that pathway more than you're connected to the polished, finished outcome. Um, and again, a lot of times that shows up in perfect PowerPoint decks or um, beautiful graphics. And the more, the more you polish that, the more you finish it, the harder it is to change. So use stick figures, don't use real graphics yet, right? Uh, there are lots of tips and, uh, and, uh, and techniques to help you sort of stay in an MVP mindset, which is, you know, kind of get to that 80%. And then don't stop there, right? But test first and test often and then iterate and, and create your additional versions until you get to the place where you've got it dialed in, people are consistently getting results, 
And you know without a doubt that what you have will help people succeed if they go through it. All right, there you go. That is my course building tip for today. Hey everybody, wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp, other people get to go to camp. So I think over the summer, we should all go to camp as well. All right, so we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us. In the show notes, there should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.